The following podcast is a part of RadioMisfits.com. And now it's time for the Mr. Nelson Show. Welcome to another episode of the Mr. Nelson Show, episode 79. And uh going to visit with Mercedes in a bit, but uh, I'm going to take care of a few little things, and then we'll get on with that. Oh, boy, that so, would, uh, just, uh, oh boy. What? Ain't nothing wrong with her. God damn, if, ever, if you ever needed proof there's good, you just take a gander at Mercedes Carrera. Oh my god, that is awesome to be Oh, good. Oh, well, typical of you, Red, to just immediately sexualize her like yep, that. Yep, I ain't, oh, ain't apologizing for one bit. Nope, 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 nope. Oh, yeah, well... Uh, I'll be the one talking to her, so you guys can just uh, not worry about that. Yeah, that's interesting, Mr. Nelson. You never let us converse with your guests, especially Miss Carrera. So, uh, yeah, why is that? Are you afraid that we will have a better opinion and be able to argue the issues better than you? No, you're just an embarrassment, and I don't want you embarrassing me in front of Mercedes. Oh, oh come on, man! <laughs> that's oh, outrageous. Oh, geez, come on. Well, of course, Red. What? Well, Red, let's be honest. You're hardly a gentleman, and I don't think you would have me on your best behavior with a, a porn star. Oh, man, come on. All right, all right, look, we got to get on with this other thing that I've got here. But what's that? Well, Lefty, uh, you know how on uh, just about all the websites and what have you, uh, especially uh, different kind of uh, news sites or, I guess, what, what replaces magazines in our Internet age, they all have uh, comment sections, and people will comment on certain uh, articles. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, and everybody knows by now that I'm uh, quite the comic book nerd, and so I frequent a lot of different uh, comic book uh, news sites. And recently, there was an article about uh, the next uh, Thor movie, which will be called Thor Ragnarok. Uh, and uh, there's a character from the Thor stories in the comic books called Valkyrie, and she's typically, uh, uh, in the comics, portrayed as a, a white woman with blonde hair and blue eyes and all that. You know, very Nordic, because it's a Nordic myth. But uh, in the movie, uh, they're going to depart from that, and uh, they've cast actress uh, Tessa Thompson. You might know her from the popular HBO series Westworld. Well, she's going to be Valkyrie in the movie. Yeah. Well, uh, there was some reaction to this in this particular article that I believe was from uh, Newsarama, and I thought uh, I'd have you guys uh, and myself uh, read the comments, almost like a little play. And uh, I've got it all... uh, Marked out here for, for your roles, and uh, we'll, we'll go from there. Well, I've noticed that a lot of them uh, are marked for me. Yeah. Huh. That's interesting, isn't it, Lefty? Well, yeah, yes, it is. All right. Anyway, uh, you're up first, Red. What? All right. Um, okay, this first guy says, uh, you can say whatever you want. This is not Valkyrie. And this is what you choose to say? 
Hey, unless Hulk is wearing torn purple pants, then it's not the Hulk, and Marvel has ruined my childhood. Oh, and this next one's mine, too. Hmm. Hey, I hate diversity for the sake of diversity. Well, yeah. Go on, Lefty. Yeah, all right. Just as much as the next person. It's actually why I stopped reading comic books over the last year. But I'm not bothered by this casting or her look. Well, they shouldn't be. Just look at Hawkeye, for example. He looks nothing like Hawkeye is supposed to look, costume-wise. I have no problem with the MCU, uh, Valkyrie, any more than I have a problem with their casting of him, doll. But again, I do have issues with diversity strictly for the sake of diversity. This doesn't feel that way. Uh, I don't know why that one was mine. Yeah, well, all right. Uh, so when we see Black Panther's Wakandan pantheon of gods, will any of them be played by non-black actors? Oh, jeez. And as usual, American film producers show no respect for other countries' myths and legends. I'm Swedish. What? Yeah, well, <laughs> just just keep on reading there, Red. Um, yeah, I'm Swedish. And I know how Valkyries are represented in our legends. It's sad that America feels it can play around with our legends with no respect whatsoever. God damn, I hate it when all these lefties ruin our image of the world. What? Yeah, you do. Come on, Red. Yeah, uh. Yet you would cry foul if we made a mockery of your Christ guy. Oh, you got that right, you little picker. Shame on you. Shame on you, too, you red. Well, goddamn. Come on, red. Read the thing. Uh, but on the other hand, you put a total fool in the white hat. What? Goddamn. Oh, I'm liking this guy already. This is bull. Yeah, keep going, red. And so it shows how low you sunk. I used to respect America as a nation, but you keep disappointing me. Well, good. Good. <laughs> um, you do understand that these are not your gods, right? They said pretty clearly, even in the comics, that these are essentially aliens that ancient Vikings took to be gods. And by the way, American cinema has taken many, many, many liberties with the Christian Bible. Not enough, if you ask me. There's even a show on right now where the Devil is actually a pretty nice guy solving crimes in L.A. Oh, this next one. Uh, Please don't feed the troll. Christ is not American. And the last time I looked, the majority of Swedes classify themselves as Christians. Well, hmm, I'm not sure about that. But for this moron to try and pretend that the country worships ancient Nordic gods is just... Trolling. Just see it for what it is. Yankee bashing from a jealous European who can't face up to the fact that their country is on the way. Well, that's not nice. Oh. And FYI, I am not American. Oh, well, they're entitled to these opinions, of course. Yeah. Hey, don't blame us. A lot of us hate this stuff, too. Makes us even worse if roles were reversed. Here, there would be a lot of outcry. Doctor Strange, for example. Have you ever read the Marvel Universe's take on Thor, Asgard, and the rest of the North myth? If you have, you would realize that the comics, let alone the movies, 
have little in common with the myths of the ancient Norse people. From my point of view, you can make fun of Christ or any religion all you want. Well, almost all of them. I promise you, I won't be offended. If Marvel keeps using names like Thor, Odin, Himdall, Norse, Asgard, Norn, Hela, Loki, Jormungandr, in its comics, then it's a case of Norse cultural appropriation. And Nordic people are all white as the snow with blonde, red, or brown hair. Facts of life. The Swede here is right. There ain't no aliens. That's a Marvel cover-up. Nordic countries have the right to sue for blasphemy. And I used to have so much respect for Sweden until they gave us Abba. Hey, some base and a series of novels that celebrates rape. You must really like Hitler, the Nazis, since they did such a great job in representing your gods. Oh, Ben. She's such a good actress. They cast her perfectly. The race switching has obviously been done to appeal to a wider audience. I don't have a problem with it as long as it's a minor character and done in live-action setting or alternative universe. I don't get what Tessa's complaining about being fit. She looked pretty fit to me when I saw her in Westworld. The end. Uh, well, uh, you know, I, I'm sorry, Mr. Nelson, but I think this was just, this whole exercise was just a colossal waste of time. Not to do about nothing. Yeah. Yeah, that's, a, that's, that's pretty much the deal. What? Huh. Well... I guess that explains why Doug gave you most of the lines, Lefty. What? Oh my god, does everything have to be some gigantic orchestration to take me down and make me look like an idiot? I mean, I hate you! I hate you! And I hate Patriot, so it's quite a connection. Ladies and gentlemen, I assure you, the rest of the show won't be so uh, difficult on the ears. Uh, we'll take a short break and uh, have a few little messages, and then we'll come back. And I'll visit with the lovely Mercedes Carrera. Yes, right after this. Hi, this is Mercedes Carrera, and you are listening to the Mr. Nelson Show on RadioMisfits.com. Like the sound of my voice? Yes, you know you do. And you want to hear it in the best way possible. So why not get yourself some headphones and accessories from Tweaked Audio? Key features include eight colors and styles, mic'd and non-mic'd versions, designed to sound great for music and talk. Noise-reducing design with a lifetime warranty. So head over to TweakedAudio.com and use discount code MrNelson at checkout for 33% off and free worldwide shipping. That's Mr. Nelson. M-R-N-A-I-L-S-I-N. It's not case-sensitive, but it is all one word. That's TweakedAudio.com. What's wrong with chastity? My name is Chastity. I picked it out myself, but not for any reason you'd think. Names don't matter much anyhow. Even with any other name, I'd still be a bummer, a loser and a cop out hitchhiking down some stupid road to nowhere. I got no papa, no mama, no money, no future. The past I'd rather forget. So, I just stand here wearing a tired smile and a tight sweater, waiting for some guy to give me a lift. Men? Sure, I use them. Like a gambler uses money. 
Want to give me a ride? I'm going wherever you're going. Pick her up if you dare. See Cher as Chastity, a different kind of girl. Chastity, a different kind of motion picture. Chastity in color from American International is rated R. Chastity, she's not just a girl. She's an experience. Wowee, what's this? <laughs> well, it's another spaghetti sci-fi rift by yours truly. Oh, man, don't leave me hanging. Fill me in on the details. Well, this time it's Mr. Nelson Riff's War of the Robots. Oh, boy. Yes, in War of the Robots, a scientist from Earth is kidnapped by a bunch of robots that all look like the late Rolling Stone Brian Jones. Huh, yes. The crew of the starship Trissy. What? <laughs> yes, they call it the starship Trissy. Uh, they pursue the robots to rescue the scientist and his beautiful assistant. They run around a lot, and once in a while they shoot ray guns and then watch TV. Yes, this spaghetti sci-fi romp was made by the same guys who made Cosmos War of the Planets. Oh, wow! Yes, so once again, someone on the set forgot to turn on the lights during filming. Oh, <laughs> but wait, there's more. Also in this package deal, you get Chapter 4 of Flash Gordon, Space Soldiers Conquer the Universe. Yes, Flash saves the Earth by taking a powder on a mountain. Meanwhile, Ming the Merciless makes Dale watch as Dr. Zarkov is forced to wear a dress. Warning! Due to an extreme lack of talent, bathroom humor is deployed throughout the film. It also contains some music from Kevin MacLeod. Oh, wow! Where can I get this? Oh, you just have to head over to selfie.com slash Nelson. And this little gem can be yours, simply for a buck seventy-five. Oh, wow! Cheap! Yes. Yes, it is. You're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show, here on RadioMisfits.com. We're back, and of course, with me is my uh, guest uh, once again, uh, Mercedes Carrera. How are you, Mercedes? I'm doing well, thanks, Mr. Nelson. How are you? Oh, I'm dandy. Well, let's see. As we're taping this, uh, the news of the day is uh, a terrible crime committed at a high school in Maryland, uh, the Rockville Rape, they're calling it. Uh, in which, uh, turns out the, uh, suspect, at least one of them, there was two men involved, a 14-year-old girl, brutally raped and sodomized and all that, and, uh, one of them at least we know of is, uh, an, an illegal, uh, immigrant, uh, and apparently, uh, was actually, uh, caught up in Texas at one point, but they decided to let him go, <laughs> Gee, I hope nothing <laughs> goes wrong with that. And so he's uh, he, he so he ends ends up in Maryland. He's in that school. He's uh, eighteen. She's fourteen. So I'm kind of, <laughs> but uh, and uh, I mean, an eighteen year old could just get a GED, I would think. But uh, <laughs> and uh, I've heard he can't speak a word of English and that sort of thing. And they were saying there was problems with that at the school and that sort of thing. But. Um, uh, the superintendent of the school uh, just says uh, the worst thing we could do would be to turn away illegal students. <laughs> so, so uh, I imagine. Yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> I imagine some would disagree. Well, it's it, and part of the reason California is nearly bankrupt is all of you know it used to be that 
the the rights of a citizen and the privileges granted by citizenship were were something to strive for. Yes. And now everybody gets the same privileges without any of the liabilities of the citizenship. And it, it can't be a big shock that a lot of the people who are, who are illegally immigrating are people who know they cannot immigrate legally. Right. So that would imply that there's going to be a greater proportion of people who have criminal backgrounds or whose children do or on and yeah. on. This is how this is. I'm not really sure, you know, it, where were the um, – where were the rapists from? I think you mentioned it, but I, I didn't catch uh, I it. I think it, I've heard at least one of them was from El Salvador. Yeah, I, you know, the thing is that people don't realize, too, is different cultures. Have, uh, you're dealing with poor people from cultures where violence is considered to be socially acceptable. Yeah. So this is what it is. It's just like, um, who are those those uh, Muslim kids who raped a five-year-old? Right, right. Up in, I think it was in up in Minnesota. Yeah. No. Here's a here's a culture where rape. You can read about this if you're in Dubai and you're a woman and you're raped. And this is Dubai, the supposedly liberal. Part yeah, the moderate of the uh, Arab state. Yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> right. But if you get raped there, unless there's four men who who also say you were raped, right, right, who all independently say yes, that happened. Now you're going to be charged as an adulteress for being raped. Welcome to a different culture. I don't really understand what's so hard about this. Yeah, I, but they, it, it's it's <laughs> well, I, we know what it is. It's the uh, the the cult of uh, PC culture that uh, demands you turn a blind yeah. eye to a uh, hard reality like that. And, and at the one time, you know, if I'm describing things about these cultures as a guy on the right. And he says, well, I'm closed-minded and, and stupid, and I don't understand cultures that are strange to me, and uh, which it, in a lot of ways is true. And But then again, <laughs> trying to understand it and saying things that are true about it <laughs> is, is also a, a form of bigotry or uh, ignorance. And <laughs> so you can't yeah. win. No, well, and actually I became more conservative as a result of traveling the world and meeting a lot of different people and being exposed to a lot of different cultures. So it's fascinating to me when a lot of times these liberals who want to argue with me, they're like, oh, you're so unworldly. Actually, no, I've, I've been all over. And that's part of the reason I, I believe things that I do. Yeah. And look, I've met wonderful people all over the world, but that doesn't mean I want to live in their culture. Yeah. That's this is this is a you know, they're unable to distinguish between. Yes, there really there are some wonderful, kind people all over the world. But the culture itself is not something that we need to emulate. And, and, and our culture is and was superior in a lot of ways, which is why people try to come here. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> even from Latin America, go go across a, a checkpoint in Latin America, there's a good chance you're going to be raped or you're going to have your things stolen. Right. That's normal yeah. in a lot of these poor war-torn countries. So why do you think people from El Salvador try to come here? But the problem is that their kids were already exposed to this life of violence. And so it's it's a hit or miss equation as to whether or not they're going to assimilate well. And especially, you know, they say, well, we need to make sure illegal kids have access to education. Well, the problem with that is that that premise has failed. I've lived in California most of my life, off and on, long enough to see it uh, devolve, <laughs> yeah. as it will, yeah. as you were. And, and, it, and, it's, and it's just been... You know, the the premise was, well, if we educate people, they're going to climb their way out of poverty. It's going to be amazing. Actually, no, it's, it's actually gotten worse yeah. 
in the last 20 years. So clearly that doesn't work. So what's the real problem? And the problem, obviously, is it's funny how the left is big on regulation when it comes to uh, stealing money from people. (laughs) But uh, when it comes to regulating immigration, they don't want to do it. Because if you would regulate it, you could narrow it down to the guys who really want to get here because they want to pursue the proverbial American dream. And and those guys, right. you, you, those will be a benefit to the country. Uh, but when, when you have a floodgate in here, you're not going to be able to filter out the bad actors that you're you're never going to be yeah. able to change. You know, you're going to try to how many generations are you going to go through out of that group to uh, to get the, the OK guy? You know, right, right. And- and, you know, people forget that, you know, people talk about, let's say, the Irish or the Italians. Well, yeah, that's because those groups of people were brought in and then we closed the borders. Yeah. So the, so those, those groups had two or three generations to, to just assimilate. And I think with especially with Latinos, that's been a mistake because as long as the borders are wide open, the constant influx of people from the third world actually pulls down all of the recent immigrants who want to get right, out. Right. And, and and so you're not really helping the Latinos who are here by leaving the gates open. What happens, you know, they need to close the gates like they did with the Italians and like with the Irish. And you spend a generation or two, and most of those Latino kids, given enough opportunity, will in fact start to assimilate. Yeah. It's a natural process. But the problem is if your neighborhood is, con- is a constant influx of people who only speak Spanish – then everybody in that, that neighborhood stays at that stasis. They kind of everyone reverts to the lowest common denominator, and it doesn't work. You're not actually helping anybody. Plus, we're taxing our resources, we're taxing all of our infrastructure because we're paying for all of these people, yeah. and, and everybody gets the same privileges. Well, that's not really fair. No, it's certainly not. Even though they'll argue some kind of weird way that it is, uh, because well, you have a nice life. Why can't they have it? And. Uh, so, but it, it certainly creates a great uh, exploitable class for uh, the Democrats. Yeah, <laughs> and, that, and that's exactly it. And that's, you know, you have to think about it. If, if the same party that is pro-abortion <laughs> is pro-immigration, <laughs> they're like, let's kill, because, yeah, and that's it. I mean, they, they started, they wanted to kill off the local black populations. Oh, shit, we need to replace them with somebody. Yeah, I know. Yeah. And, the, and the doors go right open. I know. So. I know that was the objective of Planned Parenthood was to uh, and yep. uh, largely effective. Uh, Got to hand it to them. Yeah. But then the problem there for the for the whole group of the left there was that they were killing uh, future generations of their own. So that's why they really do yeah. need to replace it. And uh, they kind of have, you know, there's quite an influx. So they got quite a few heads there. And uh, sooner or later. Uh, but I, I just don't see much of a fight at this point uh, of stopping it. Uh, I mean, even with Trump and yeah. all that, I think that's more show than anything else. And because, uh, I mean, you can, yeah. you can build your damn wall, but it's not going to stop it. Uh, no. So. No, no, it's not. Well, because it's, it, there's no there's no uh, it's incentive. Right, right. I mean, if you know you're going to come here and, and look, I mean, I understand the argument for saying illegal children need schools. Yeah. OK, fine. But. <laughs> they all everybody needs welfare so whether you're a citizen of the country or not you have access to welfare services yeah. so what that means is let's say i have i don't know some sort of kidney disease if i walk across the border as an illegal immigrant i'm entitled now to to free medical care and this happens and this is you know this is draining the coffers and people pay taxes so that you know this is a col- in our collective system mm. 
if we all pay taxes, it's like, well, we all pay taxes and we have welfare because if one of our own needs help, there it is. (laughs) The problem now is that those coffers are being drained because people know this. And as somebody who's uh, not Caucasian, who is Hispanic, I'm fully aware of, you know, people say that, oh, go to America, they'll give you so much. So, so, you know, if this is the, the belief about America, why wouldn't people come here? It's stupid for them not to. Yeah, well, they got the bureaucratic structure is set up where uh, y- you want more people on the dole because that, that helps the, bureauc- mm-hmm. the bureaucracy grow. They don't, it, it's just the blinders are on and they don't see about the consequences overall. And uh, there's, you know, right. of course, we've all seen, like, you know, they send out the pamphlets. It's all in Spanish and everything. And they, yes, come to America, mm-hmm. go here. Here's where you can get your benefits and all that. And uh, right. they just go, no, 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 they're only here to work, at, you know, in the fields and Walmart and stuff like that. And no, <laughs> not all. And even if they do, they're going to need some benefits and what have you. So uh, the, the drain will happen. Uh, just simple math will tell you <laughs> you're going to run out. Well, liberals are, are largely enumerate. And that's that's kind of what their their entire party is founded on a numeracy. They're incapable of understanding that if you have only 30% of the population paying taxes, eventually everybody goes bankrupt because that 30% can't be carrying, you know, 70% of the people. It's, but it's, is it really a shock that you see this, this kind of mentality grow as women in civics has grown and that women are not for not necessarily being, all that great with math. <laughs> look at most of the head bureaucrats. Yeah. <laughs> really, really. Look, look at. It's just the truth. These are women who got degrees in largely nonsense, and then they take city jobs and county jobs, and they become, uh, you know, Congress people for some godforsaken yeah. reason. And they actually don't. They can't even do basic algebra. Right, right. You're not. You're not electing people who who understand mathematics. So. You start to see it territory become all about kindness. It, oh, it's it's more important to be kind than it is to be numerate. Well, yeah, let's bankrupt everybody, <laughs> and that's what's happened. And I think you know. So now we're all going to be bankrupt on the sinking ship <laughs> because some of these Congress people and these California senators, like Feinstein, are unable to do basic. Arithmetic. It is amazing the career of Feinstein, how she ended up where she was. When you think about <laughs> back to the Night Stalker case, while she was mayor, and she revealed the evidence that they were. <laughs> So he got rid of the weapon. Uh, <laughs> and I mean, I, I, that would be death to anybody. But no, no, she, she's, a, she's a star, you know, and she's going to be there till she drops. Oh, Barbara Boxer, yeah, too. Yeah. I mean, she, like, like I live in a state of insanity. And, and these women who are running, I mean, these are senators. So they're idiots. <laughs> These are these are actual idiots that run the state. I'm shocked that California has not been able to handle its resources yeah, properly. <laughs> like what you know, one moment we're in a drought and it's just awful. We're in a drought, there's not enough water. The next moment there's flooding everywhere <laughs> because nobody's maintained the waterways. I mean, this is how stupid the state is. And we have access to to tons of resources and nobody's done anything about it for the last 40 years which is about the same amount of time that people like boxer have been in office yeah, right. so it's just it's 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 infuriating and she's got they'll have this leftist mindset about their it's all for the greater good so it's okay for me to manipulate all this state money for my own benefit the benefit <laughs> of my friends 
and associates and uh, contributors right. and that whole thing. And that's the corruption part of it. But it's not corruption because, yeah. well, we're going to do a project for green energy or, uh, you know, uh, immigrants or something like that or children, whatever it is, you want to slap it on there to make it innocent. And uh, that makes it OK. Oh, God. Well, look at the train to nowhere. I mean, I, I, I don't know if we talked about this the last time, but the governor of California right now, Governor Moody, yes. <laughs> embezzled like, I don't know, billions of dollars in the 70s to build a, a high speed rail that never happened. And then they had to go back and repurchase the land to build what eventually became, I think, the 110 freeway at like 10 times the cost <laughs> because of his ineptitude. And then they started this train project like seven or eight years ago because apparently California needs a high-speed train yeah, I know. <laughs> from Los Angeles to Sacramento, even though like flights are like 50 bucks each way. Like I can get on Spirit Airlines and take a $50 flight to Sacramento, <laughs> but we need a train that's going to take five hours. And the thing hasn't been built. They haven't even started. Billions of dollars have been embezzled. And all of his record, his uh, his congressional records state congress records were sealed from his last term yeah. I, but they they voted him in again i mean the guy's filthy corrupt and now we've lost all of this money but they talk about oh this kumbaya we want to help people why didn't you use the money from the damn train <laughs> to, to house and feed and clothe Ill illegals no 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 we need a high-speed train they're embezzling they're the filthiest party and everybody knows it well, not everybody, apparently. <laughs> well, those of us, those of us who are not morons, and, and you know, it's 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 people who are you're either a thinker or you're not. Right, right. I never considered myself to be a conservative until the last couple of years, <laughs> and then I realized that you're a conservative if you use logic. Well, that's it. it that's it, the the recognition of reality and having to accept it. Uh, conservative and liberal doesn't even really apply half the time because in a lot of ways you and I no. are both far more liberal than the people that we're cr uh, criticizing here. Uh, Absolutely. And so Absolutely. a conservative, I would think, would fall under the lines of uh, being true to the principles of the Constitution and what it provides mm -hmm. for. And uh, I haven't seen anyone come up with a better uh, foundation than that. Uh, I mean, look, no. those guys, sure, they were all potheads and slave owners, but uh, they were geniuses, too. <laughs> so. Yeah, they were capital. Right, right. I mean, I was talking, I was just on a show, and I was talking to a, a friend of mine. Who it, it, we're both Puerto Rican, and Puerto Rico was the bastion of capitalism. I mean, they, they traded everything through that island. And it's part of the reason our culture's different yeah. than most Latin American cultures, which most Latin cultures were, you know, beholden to Spain and the local peoples became slaves of the local mission and yeah. on and on. But Puerto Rico was a it's just a, a capitalistic clusterfuck for the most part <laughs> where people were in and out. The Dutch were here trading people, then the Portuguese were here trading spices and on and on and on. And all of that led to a really robust and vibrant economy. Imagine for that. Years. Imagine that when when you leave and people it, alone. Imagine what will happen. <laughs> yeah, and, and and you know, in terms of People talk about racism. There's really not much on the island because of because of this intermix. I have a family that's blonde-haired, blue-eyed, and their their family was Dutch, and then I've got family that are that are black, black, yeah. black, and everything in between. And that's totally normal in Puerto Rico. That's how things are. But that's what happens when you leave people alone. They kind of assimilate with each other. It's it's very uh, meritocratic, and that's just how it is. And so, you know, people were of their time. I have family members that were slaves, and I have some that were slave traders. This is what happened in Puerto Rico. The times changed, and what was normal socially changed with it. So to throw the baby out with the bathwater in the Constitution, yeah, the guys owed slaves. So did a lot yeah. of people. 
but times changed. It was a different system. It, Does it? They didn't talk about slavery in the in the Constitution, so I don't see how that's relevant. Like it's a character assassination. Well, that's, that's what it is, right? Whenever the Constitution gets in the way, well, they were all slaves owners. <laughs> then, when it's convenient for them on some, on arguing the rare occasion that it is, uh, then oh, it's the Constitution, you know. But and, you know, and and. But the, the, it is an ignorance of the stories and whatnot. I mean, the, both uh, Jefferson and Washington, they were born into their slaves that they owned. The family owned it. In Jefferson's case, he was horribly in debt. Had he sold the slaves, uh, he could have paid off his debt with that. But unfortunately, uh, he couldn't. if he had done that, he couldn't have kept them to, the families together. And that was his argument about it. And, uh, uh, and he couldn't free them because uh, and the rules under the debt at the time was that when you own that property and you're in debt, you're not allowed to just throw your valuables away, in this case, as slaves. So he couldn't just, you know, right. sign the order, okay, you're free, I'll let you go. So he couldn't do it. So right. and, and so th those are right. details of the story, and, he, and, and they, there was some agonizing. A lot of them says, you know, how can we be preaching all this liberty of man and everything, and then we're going to allow people to own people and all that. They said, yeah, but the, the realities they were dealing with, they were never going to get those southern states to join in the war. And they would have lost. So right. what, what are you going to do? You right. know, these are the realities you deal with. So, right. I, I just, right. you know, was, I, I can't you know, stand. This is something that even in Puerto Rico. No, oh, go sorry. ahead. Go ahead. Well, this is something that people forget too, because people are unfamiliar with with slavery. So, like in the in the Caribbean, anytime you bought a slave, there was a huge liability incurred because if the, people were treated like uh, high end farming. Equipment. Right. Right. So all of the care and the maintenance of these people costs a fucking yeah. fortune. When you really look at it, slavery was a bad system. That's oh, why yeah. most of the Caribbean just kind of got rid of it because the overhead on, okay, now I've got these slaves. Now I have to house them. Now I have to feed them and, and, and compel them to work. I mean, the reason people went to sharecropping is it actually made more yeah. sense. And my family um, lived on a tobacco farm plantation. And sharecropping ended up working better for everybody because now everybody was responsible for themselves yeah. <laughs> and people work harder. So, so you know, people talk about slavery. I think they forget. You know, people paid a fortune. They paid the equivalent of the cost of a John Deere tractor these right. days for a strong male uh, work working slave. And so, especially when you go down like it's a Ponce, there are these huge, hugely tall black people that live down there that are the descendants of the people who worked on the sugar cane plantations. Yeah. And they were very expensive. Yeah. They were very, very expensive. And so, you know, this is stuff was all of its time, but a lot of those slaves were better cared for well, that's, than the sharecroppers. Yeah. And, and well, that's the interesting thing is that the slavery was a luxury of the rich. Uh, so they, like the plantations, mm -hmm. these were all very wealthy men. And uh, so it, when you think about the uh, the soldiers that fought in the, the Confederate Army, very few of them had actually ever owned a slave because they couldn't afford it. <laughs> so, uh, absolutely. So. And I was in I was in Martinique one time on a trip and I ended up talking to a really interesting old black man who came directly from slavery. And he made an interesting point. Uh, my my traveling companion is a white male. And he said, oh, my family who were slaves were better cared for than your family who were white English immigrants to the United yeah. States. And he, he made the case for it. He said, your people, if they starved in the winter or if they didn't have enough food or they didn't have enough you know, shelter or wood to burn, they starved or they froze or you know, right, right. whatever. He said, my people, my people were cared for because we were – 
a cost. So we were a necessity. So you don't want your slaves to get sick and die. You, you care for them. And this is something that, and this is coming out of the mouth of, a, of an old black man who actually um, worked, he went to be a professor in Paris and he was a, a foreign language expert. And he, he spoke Latin fluently. He's just a brilliant man. He's probably in his 80s at the time. This was some years back. And I hadn't really thought of it that way before. But when you really think about it, you know, you talk about slavery. We're, we're indoctrinated with a lot of these um, media, you know, versions of what this was. And I'm sure horrible abuses did happen. Oh, they most certainly did. I mean, you know, and then just the concept of owning you know, people, you know, obviously was wrong. And, uh, and also detrimental, like you said, you know, it's a, like I said, it's a luxury of the rich. But the, for the, economically, the South could not have survived on that forever. So they were very foolish no. to demand to hold on to it when they should have been looking how to phase it out. Right, exactly. Because the Caribbean just phased it out naturally. They said this cost too yeah. much. <laughs> Give them a plot of land to work and make them responsible for themselves. And what do you know? I mean, the yields went up and people were happier just because of the concept right, that they were right. free. And that's what, you know, that's a capitalistic society. So I don't think people, when they talk about slavery, they don't think about the nuance. No, they no, just no. They go right it's, into it's... how it's wrong to own people. And I mean, it's, it's, it's the imagery and uh, movies and whatnot, but it's all kind of a things that. Uh, doesn't really apply to us today. Uh, no, I'm still <laughs> feeling the wounds of it. No, you're not. <laughs> well, the only people who actually are are all the slaves that exist in the Middle East. Well, yeah. There's more slavery right yes, now. Yeah, there's still slavery right in the world. There, there's plenty of slavery, and it's all over the Middle East, but we can't criticize them because that's Islamophobic. Yes. Even though, <laughs> you know, even though the word they use for black people is the same word that they use for slave in Arabic, look it up, it's yeah. crazy. This is still happening there. They, they also pull the passports of everybody coming into, you know, UAE and Saudi Arabia as guest workers, quote unquote. They're slaves, but we can't talk about no, that. But we can't take. It money. was interesting because when all the <laughs> the, the war in uh, Sudan was going on, well, you, you know what that was about, right? I mean, uh, it was the Arabs didn't care for the blacks, <laughs> and that that was a big right. part of it. It was a racial war. It was also, you know, so, some amount of Islam versus Christianity, but they were slaughtering a lot of the Muslims too with that, and. And just well, don't mention that because you know we don't want to talk about other people's being racist against other people's that aren't white. So, right, 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 and that and it happens. Like talk about you know the sex trafficking. I mean, in Latin America, that's huge. Yeah. And by the way, by opening the borders, you're actually opening our society up to yeah. that because these things still happen in, in the rest of the world. And a lot of these wealthy white people don't want to accept the fact that brown people can be just as bad as what they believe the, the evil white male landowners yeah. were. It, this is, it's, it's really racist for them to say that people that look like me are incapable of the same horrors and brutalities. Right. Like we're not smart enough. I'm not smart. My brown people aren't smart enough to be as well. Yeah, that's it. Powers. That's exactly <laughs> it. That's the, the the sort of reverse racism that they have, you know. And it's like, well, you poor little, you know, you little ethnic uh, princess. Yeah, you, you you don't know. You don't understand how Mr. Nelson is manipulating you into all. This. <laughs> I mean, but, it's hilarious. I, and then whenever, whenever that's why whenever they argue with me, I'm like, you do realize I'm not white. <laughs> like my family comes from slavery. I, I'm the first one to tell you. But but the problem was is that the white people. It's 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 a system. And right now we have a system where we excuse brown people when they do horrible yeah. things. 
And I mean, because they'll lose their minds because a lot of what they consider like Islamophobia or racist attacks will be some snotty comment on Facebook. Whereas when you go down yeah. in Central America, South America, or in the Middle East, and there's these horrific crimes that uh, you, you'll lose your lunch describing, uh, well, you yeah. know, uh, colonialism did it to them you or know. something, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, we should we should talk about that. But since white people did that 300 years ago, not and not, not all white people, but like wealthy people in the last fraction. Of yes, them, <laughs> because most white people in this country came here as poor immigrants from Sweden. My, my father's family is part Swedish and they were dirt poor yeah. when they came here. They had nothing. They suffered through prairie winters. But I'm sure they're they're equally culpable. Yeah. Like you can, yeah, they're still you know, white, I mean, so something, some way. <laughs> it's, it's it's infuriating, and it's it's actually it's really actually very offensive, and that's why I've started to tell them that I'm offended that they think that my people can't be. God, that's <laughs> hilarious! It's like one of those. It's, it's one of those that reminds me of this, like a Star Trek. Whenever the androids, they would catch them in a logic uh, box, and they couldn't get out of it, so yeah. it's like <laughs> their heads explode. Yeah. I can't, cannot compute. That's when they block you. Yeah. They think they can't handle it, and they just go block. <laughs> it's hilarious. I mean, and I'm glad. Like I, I, it was. I was reading an article. I saw that more Latinos by percentage voted for Trump <laughs> in Los Angeles and in California than have ever voted for a Republican candidate ever. And so all of these liberal white elitists their heads are exploding because yeah. it doesn't fit their narrative and they don't know what to do <laughs> with this inconvenient fact so it's hilarious well it's because a lot of latinos they don't want a bunch of freeloading guys who might uh, commit rape and uh, gang violence in their neighborhoods either yeah I, yeah you yes. didn't think of that yeah, huh? and uh, <laughs> yeah no i mean the latinos are some of the the, the they like to self-police there was a case in Long Beach, where two Latino police officers beat some gangbanger to death. And you didn't see any real riots about it. I mean, they had a small protest by, yeah. you know, SJW Latinas. But most of the Latin community, and people I talked to said, eh, you know, who cares who's gangbanger? <laughs> yeah, he brought it on person. himself. And they just, yeah, but because the, cause the two, they were going to try to sensationalize it as two white police officers beat down a, a, Me a Mexican, innocent Mexican man. But the guy was a gangbanger, and the two police officers were named like Rodriguez. I know that. I don't know the actual names, yeah. but it was it was two Latinos, and I'm like, this is why. You, 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 sometimes these white elitists, I'm like, right. you don't get our cultures. You don't understand that that the Latinos do not want this around their kids. It's their kids who get raped. It's their kids who join the right. gang. Right, and I mean, the border states have always had a lot of a large Latino uh, population. People forget after oh, the yeah. Mexican American War. All that had been Mexico, yeah. but uh, after Me America, yeah. won, which America actually conquered Mexico, they were, American troops were in Mexico City. Could have taken the whole thing, but uh, well, what yeah. you have in Mexico today is the half that the United States just gave back. Which, uh, well, that's interesting. Yeah. And uh, but meanwhile, the Latinos that lived in the southern state, they just stayed there. None of them uh, were in a hurry to get back to Mexican sovereignty. <laughs> <laughs> they'd no, rather stay no. here so and so you've you've got that uh lineage and uh, heritage there and uh also every time you hear uh anybody mostly people uh interviewed from the border patrol it's always gonzalez rodriguez <laughs> you know mm -hmm. i mean yes. all these supposed nazis yes. <laughs> 
you know, all these, all these, well, and that's, you know, people are really interested how they're, they're unable to understand the history here. Cause I, I mean, I live in what was Mexico. Latinos have always been a, a, a part of this, the Southwestern culture, yeah. but they also forget like, like some immigrant from El Salvador does not have the same culture right. yeah, as a Southwestern Latino. Yeah. It's not the same. And, and there's a lot of infighting in the Latin community right yeah. now with the Mexican people who are here don't want, Salvadorian. Well, you all this look alike to us. <laughs> yeah. All you brown people are the same. <laughs> Why can't you get along? Come on. <laughs> we like we we're gonna we're gonna discriminate against all of you equally. So you should just come. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's it's really obnoxious. Oh, and, and I've had this. I again block. I, I can't stand this block. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing. Yeah, because they're always reminding. Uh, you know. Uh, we have to open our borders, but Mexico doesn't. I mean that that Guatemalan border. Because <laughs> that, that, that's no, no. The that's... Guatemalans that are getting in here, that that's why they have to pay the coyotes. Because you got to be, you got to get smuggled in. Because mm-hmm. then you got to be able to pay off the Mexican military and all that. Otherwise, you're not getting in because they don't want them in there either. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's part of the reason Mexico doesn't want us to close the yes, borders. They can they get rid of them. Get, they want their they, they want to get rid of all the Guatemalans and all the Salvadorians. Right. And that people don't get that. They they they're building a wall right now on the southern border of yes. Mexico. <laughs> That's what they're doing. I mean they're building a freaking wall. And but they're you know they, they know how to pull on what they consider to be the dumb white heartstrings. Yeah. And they're, and they're, they're right. They're, they're right. Like, you know again, that white guilt can go yeah, a this, long long way. Look what it's done to Europe, you know. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Oh, my God. Right now. I mean, and you know, if you've ever traveled to lived in Europe, I saw it coming years yeah. ago. And my French friends left there at that time going, hey, this is going to be a, a big problem. I mean, it wasn't that that police officer was just held hostage at Orly. Yeah. This is it's not going to get no. better. And the Muslims are the only ones breeding. Yes. So, <laughs> have fun. I know. That's the that's the damage right there. You know, you're not making babies. And then they say, well, we need all these nope. immigrants to pay the taxes. And <laughs> not when they're mostly living off of it. And, they, and on top of that, they hate you. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. They they despise against like the and France the Muslim immigrants despise the French and also because the you know people criticize the Constitution and our policies and stuff like that but if you're an immigrant to France you have no no real rights yeah. you're not really automatically a citizen so they are truly marginalized in a way that Americans cannot understand so the vitriol that they're feeling has to do with the fact that like you're the children of a an Algerian or something for several generations that have been in France and you still don't have the same rights as French people. So of course they're freaking right. out because they have a culture that's violent. And then on top of it, they don't have the same rights and privileges of citizenship. So <laughs> gee, I'm shocked. Yeah. I'm shocked. To get I that. wonder how they it's couldn't amazing. figure that one out. Uh, but uh, I know, but you know, that's one of those situations where I, I, I thank God we're bordering Latino countries and not Muslim countries. <laughs> that's what all of my french friends have always said to me my french friends when they got here they said thank goodness you have because we have we have a problem here but notice it's it's not not nearly as bad as that it's no they're still western they're still right yeah there's catholicism got in there and all that and yeah because they're western minded they they don't have it because that the muslims are still upset about the crusades and they're still upset about Alexander the Great, <laughs> or at least the, per- the yeah. Persians are, certainly. And uh, they talk like yeah. it happened yesterday. 
And, uh, and, yeah. and nobody over here understands that. But you know, even the most simple-minded idiot over there knows that story, even though it's... You know, oh, absolutely. 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 And it's, and it's convenient. You know, I mean, like, I think the Islamic culture, it's a, you know, they talk about high context versus low context cultures and, and the Islamic mentality, the, the culture, the traditions, it's, it's all penalty based, yeah, yeah. you know, the, it's all submission, sublimation of God, but there's punishment, there's punishment. So it's not really a surprise that a group of people with that mentality and with this high context culture become violent in a way that, Let's say Latinos don't like the, the Latinos are not they don't have that kind of over, you know, violent reaction yeah. socially. It, and it's, it's just what happens every time you have Islam crop up. I mean, people these people don't read about Africa. It's like you were saying, I mean, anytime in Africa you've had a, a conflict between the Muslims and the Christians, it just gets brutal yeah. in a way that people here can't even conceptualize. Yeah. And it's just and uh, they understand force. You know, that's, you know, is everything mm -hmm. I, I get is through force. And, uh, and, and and then they perceive things that you wouldn't perhaps think of as force, but they do. Just the idea that you're not submitting to Allah is a threat. And mm -hmm. so they're going to react to that. You know, if they don't think they can take you right now, well, they'll wait. So, yeah, you've got your Christian communities out there and that sort of thing. But little by little, when they get, they'll wipe out a bunch of them here and there, and eventually they'll get rid of all of them. Right, right. And, and, you know, this is why people who escape the culture warn about yeah. it. You know, it's like um, uh, Anne Hersley. I mean, she's written as a Somali Muslim defector. Yes, yes. I mean, they, they, ha they have a, uh, you know, they have a call on her head. If we're, if we're telling the truth about female genital mutilation. Right. I, and yet, yeah, because I'm sure she's she's a racist, right? Yeah, I know. <laughs> I and mean, a sexist and all it, that. It's yeah. unbelievable. Yeah. yeah, it's unbelievable, the cognitive She, she is a, a shining uh, example of the serious problem we have because the, because the left, they dumped on her, you know? I mean, how could yeah. you do that? I mean, and, and, and she, yes. went, she she was in the parliament in the in the Netherlands, wasn't she, at one point? And I, I think, think, yeah, and then the, the death threats followed her there because she was part of that film that the uh, theo van gogh's uh, you know the van gogh's uh, great grandchild yep. and he got stabbed and killed over it because it was all about the treatment of women and you know, muslim world and all that and uh yeah mm -hmm. that's when the death threats and she was under the sheet you know i just well she had to leave <laughs> i mean the netherlands <laughs> you can't uh, escape uh, yeah, there yes well you're well i think the muslims have taken europe again yeah. and and they did it they're so smart this time that they did they did it without firing right, a shot. Right, right. This really. is a far more brilliant uh, invasion than the last one where they did it with armies and everything. Uh, this works yeah, way yeah. better. Use white guilt. Yeah, the white guilt <laughs> it's, is there. I mean, though, Europe. I, for, I, I can't. I guess after World War II, maybe uh, that just their balls were cut off, and it's gone. You yeah. know, because that's it, it's, it's just. Done. And I mean, it's a war torn continent for all its history until now, where it's just. A, a, a rape torn <laughs> they're just they're just getting reamed <laughs> and they're um, just well i i deserve it yeah they, they, it's amazing to watch a whole continent fall to suicide basically yeah. we're watching this the suicide of the european people and you know it's interesting i was reading about how le pen is is starting it, it's funny how, 10 years ago in france you mentioned the name Le Pen, and everybody oh, yeah. freaked out. Like, oh, he's such a racist, yeah, yeah. he's such a terrible <laughs> man. 
you know. And now his daughter is is a prominent, you know, force to be yeah. reckoned with because they're realizing too little, too late what a problem all of this is. I feel terrible for the people of Europe who are who are the thinkers. Right, right. It's got to be Their only maddening. hope is to move out. You know. Oh, it's it, it's all. I had a video that was translated into French by uh, a kind of conservative French guy. And I started getting a lot of emails from French people. Uh, this is like a year back about just this insanity, this SJW insanity and such wonderful people. And I, it's so many messages about just how absolutely uh, beside themselves they yeah. are to watch their cities and their towns fall. And what do you do? I mean, the whole continent's going to go. I think the only saving grace is maybe to move to like Eastern Europe or Hungary, places like that that still have a fighting chance. Yeah, they're a little tougher over there in the east. Uh, but uh, like, like, because uh, I remember that when we went with the Iraq War, uh, is that mm-hmm. one of the best uh, soldiers that came from Europe was the Polish, because <laughs> they were small because they don't yeah. have a whole lot, but uh, they were willing yeah. to do their part, and they were pretty. They trained some pretty tough uh, commandos over there. But uh, that's not going to be enough. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, they don't. They don't suffer from white guilt because they were yeah, poor, yeah. and they, they're like, well, you, know, you, they can't, had, you can't use that on. They us. had the tyranny of the Soviet <laughs> bloc on them for you know fifty years. You know that makes a difference, right? So once that came down, they're yeah. a different crop than the Western Europe Europeans. Yeah, yeah. You try to use that on them, they go f you. We yeah. we, we lived under yeah. plenty. Like you, you, you hang, you go f yourself. They don't, they don't have um, any sort of guilt about their place in the world, and they have a sense of wanting to survive. You know, <laughs> given given everything they've been through. And so I, I and I admire them. It was it the um, was it the Hungarian prime minister who said no, too bad. Yeah, get out, yeah, that's what he the, did. And of course, immediately he was torn down and everything. But I mean. I mean, I mean, after what happened there and the massive rapes, and they just keep denying it. And I mean, even the, like in Sweden, they had just people on the street and they said, "No, no, it can't be true," and all that. It's just, I mean, God damn. <laughs> I mean, and it, and it, it's all the old tropes of if a woman says she was raped and just says, "Well, what kind of outfit was she wearing?" And I mean, you literally had these yeah. supposed super progressive. Uh, officials, you know, and I think there was even some women, they were telling them, well, if your hair is blonde, pl- dye it brunette because that's exotic to them and might be a bit too much of a stimulus. And all this, so it's yes. your fault. He's uh, fucking you in the ass. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's Islamic belief. It, it, it's basically Islam because it's like, you know, in Islam, if you're uncovered, you deserve right, to be right. raped. Well, you know, let's, you know what? Okay, let's assimilate to that. And I think a lot of it is that a lot of these women, you know, a lot of the feminists, like uh, rape porn is some of the number one parts of that. A lot of <laughs> yeah, feminists. maybe that's so, what I've heard know, that. Like, I was like, what? Sick. Really? It is a, yeah. I guess that's like the when you hear about the uh, the big powerful tycoon, but he likes a dominatrix to beat the shit out of him, you know? So I guess yeah, it's the exactly. opposite. Yeah, it's, it's like for the women. They're super feminist, but they just want to get raped. Like, I don't know. <laughs> Well, how many feminists are, are like, it's almost like petulant children who are actually just acting up, hoping somebody will punish them. <laughs> you know? It's yeah. like, 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 well, maybe if I push it this far, the men will finally beat my ass. Like, well, you know, they're like, all right, fuck it. We'll just bring Muslims. Yeah, the Muslims, the they'll, they. <laughs> yeah. he'll, he'll beat your ass just right. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's got to be that because it's, it's so unbelievable what's happening. I think that that this is a big part of it. Well, I, I think everything, that a lot of feminism is, is yeah, that. Yeah, everything is so insane that you can't help but consider 
insane theories. <laughs> but there, yeah, there's like, some psychology to it, you know. I mean, and <laughs> so yeah, well, I you know can't understand. But there, every now and then there's a little crack in there, and I saw recently where uh, what's her face, the star, one of the the Big Bang Theory actresses, she used to be Blossom in the eighties. <laughs> Oh, Blossom, yeah, yeah, yeah. She was criticizing Linda, Linda Sarsour, you know, who was, uh, she's one of these women and she was part of the uh, women's march, you know, big hero. And, but of course what really women oh, really yeah. need is Sharia law. And, uh, and then she's the one who, uh, dumped on, uh, Hersey Ali about, uh, and said, you know, I'd, I'd like to take her vagina away. Now of all the insults, I mean, gee, I'm, I'm sure that yeah. was an accident. She didn't, after what happened to the lady. Uh, to say something like that, I mean, but this is your big feminist hero. But anyway, uh, yeah, Bialik, she's Jewish and she's proud of Israel and all that stuff. And of course, Sarsour mm-hmm. said, well, you can't be feminist and Zionist. So, so finally oh, it broke through for Miss uh, uh, Bialik. So once in a while they'll see it and she actually gets, the, yeah, we, we, we can't just have this constant anti-Israel sentiment. Uh, with mm-hmm. the left, but it's it's huge in the left. Oh, huge! And I've been wondering when Hollywood was finally going to grow a backbone because there's tons of Jewish people not in Hollywood. I I know tons of Jewish people. It's just yeah. part of the LA thing. And you know, one of my favorite uh, ex porn actresses is Jenna Jameson because if you follow her, yes, she's, I, I she's uh, Jewish. Yeah. Now. <laughs> and yeah, and she's very outspoken. And I'm I'm a big advocate for israel i think you know we need a, a voice of sanity there yeah. so they're, they're an ally and they're a strategic ally and that makes a lot of sense and we can't really dump on our friends but the left is that's i've been wondering what's going on in hollywood because i'm like i happen to know that it's there's a lot of jewish people there yeah. and in running things you know at a high level and jewish people are smart that's how meritocracy they end up at the top of a lot of stuff so uh, you know how can you be okay with this when they're saying death to Israel, <laughs> is Hollywood going to wake up? Like, which are you going to pick your Judaism or are you going to pick liberalism? Because it's going to get to that. It's point. a strange thing, uh, especially that for, for Jews. And it's a lot of, with Hollywood. There's not a whole lot of praise of Israel or its history or anything. And if yeah. any movie they do, even Steven Spielberg did that movie where it was kind of down on the idea when the guys went after, you know, the uh, the, the the Olympic bombers, that whole story, and they went they, they tracked them down one by one. And it was some pretty hardcore mm-hmm. stuff, and there were some kids involved and that sort of thing. And he says, "Well, well, didn't you go really far to get your revenge and all that?" But I mean, goddamn, what do you? Well, what you know? They had to send the message that you can't keep fucking with us like that. And you can understand them, but yeah. there's, you know, but so everything has got to be questioned and all this. So I mean, he did. He wasn't totally against them, but still, that's the that's the closest you'll get as far as any kind of uh, uh, acknowledgement of Israel in, in Hollywood. The rest of it is just well, you know, the poor Palestinians. And I mean, and, and it fooled me for a while in my younger days, you know, and I thought, you know, right. and, and I think that some of that is like they're the underdog and the downtrodden and all that. But I mean, after the chronology that I've had just in my lifetime, when uh, they've had several mm-hmm. opportunities to have a Palestinian state and they threw it back in our faces. Mm-hmm. I mean, Clinton and Ehud Barak, yep. they had a deal for them. That was they should have took it right then and there. That's the best damn deal you're going to get. Mm-hmm. No, through it, and then right. the Intifada started for two years, and then we had nine eleven, <laughs> and I saw yeah. who was cheering yeah. that on that day. So that's yeah. it. I'm I'm done. Uh, I don't care if Israel takes it all. <laughs> I kind of yeah. I fantasize they'll take it by force. 
<laughs> you know, because yeah. and I mean, that's the point. Whenever these arguments happen, oh, the Israelis are terrible, they're Nazis and all this sort of thing. And I said, what are they waiting for? There's only about a what a million right. Palestinians there, if that. I I mean, yeah. they could they could wipe them out within a few weeks. What are they waiting for? It, it, so the arguments yeah, doesn't I mean, hold. No, no. I mean, the Israelis have have been actually very rational and pragmatic, and and have actually really held. I mean, you, you think about this. It's 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 actually amazing that anybody d- defends Palestine, like you said, given all of the opportunities that they've had. But they have that that kind of Islamic stubbornness yeah. where it's all or nothing, and that that fits with the religion. It fits with the mentality: all or nothing, all yeah. or nothing. Everybody converts by the sword. It's not really a surprise they behave the way they do. I, I think we need to su- support Israel just because it's a good strategic alliance anyway. And talk about underdogs. Yeah. They're surrounded <laughs> on all sides by people who hate them. Who's the real underdog I know. here? I don't blame them to use the, the most massive amounts of force. They had the head of Iran at the time calling for their destruction. Yeah, yeah. But, but they're the bad guys. It doesn't make any sense. And like you said, I, I think the longer you go on, in life, the more you see, how can the Israelis not respond this way when they have rockets fired in randomly that yeah. kill children and they have to send a message? That's that's actually what being the underdog is. They also have all of the strength and might of the United States behind them. So if the Palestinians were smart, they would know when they're licked. Yeah. <laughs> but there's the, the, the kicker. I don't think they are very smart. Uh. <laughs> yeah. No, and I and I know wonderful Palestinian people, but you know, there's a point where you just got to go. Yeah, hey, I, look, we're we're fighting a no-win battle, and our kids are still dying. So maybe if we actually if we actually care about our children and their well-being, maybe we need to find a way to have a truth. Yeah, and I, I and I mean, it's it's not as it, the the whole story. We know this. It, Palestine was never really a country. You know, it was a it's it, the, no. the Romans named it. <laughs> it's been that province yeah. there, yeah. and then the the uh, the Byzantines and the Ottomans and the British, and now we're here, and right. that's all it's ever been. And then really, you've got a collection of Egyptians and uh, uh, Jordanians there, and that's but that's really right. what it is. And they never they never cry about Egyptian property or Jordanian property that they, they could claim for themselves. No, it's just yeah. that few miles of dirt that has a lot of Jews on it now. Uh, yeah, I think that, that yeah. I think they have a problem with Jews. I think that's the yeah, problem. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I mean, logic would hold that that's the case. And you know, this is the other thing too. People talk about these these territories. It's like it wasn't even until the British were there carving things yeah. up, and any of this stuff really exists. I mean, these are tribal people largely who just kind of all were scattered across places right. and so now the brits drew some lines and so now they think they can dictate who drew the lines well, last i checked the british were the ones who who made all yeah, these yeah it's really decisions. the british kind of screwed it up them? you know but they, they're just like oh dear how do we get out of this clusterfuck oh no yeah oh, oh no so, well let's just leave and let them <laughs> sort it all out <laughs> how long can it take <laughs> but yeah and, and now we get to deal with it <laughs> and i mean that they always they always describe it as if oh no all the jews came out of europe and, and, and invaded their land and there were jews living there from the beginning you know it's just a lot yeah. of jews ended up coming there because well they had some problems in europe you know yeah <laughs> so <laughs> and luckily luckily they didn't get such a bad ass yeah, yeah, yeah. so, <laughs> oh, they're they happy about that no. so <laughs> no, it's, it, 
It's it's interesting, it, and this is where I've been waiting for the left to start cannibalizing themselves, though, because that's a that's a real big issue. You can't really sit there and say that you're you know Hollywood. Eventually, when you get into its core, somebody's going to finally go. Okay, enough. I would th- I would think <laughs> so. Keep you know, I'm... the sorcerers of the world because that I have half of my, half my family is Israeli. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I you would think it would happen by now, but I you know I I just. I, I'm not holding out any hope, right? I'm not going to hold my breath on Hollywood coming to their senses. But uh, as for this uh, actress here, I'm kind of wondering if, if there would be some blowback because <laughs> you know, she's kind of oh, she 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 attacked one of the uh, the chosen ones here, the new latest hero of Sasor. And so I don't know, but because uh, the because the, the Muslims and I've all, I've been saying this several times. My theory on this is that for the left, and I guess these are just leftist uh, Jews, and for the most part in Hollywood. And that their leftism matters more to them than anything, and that uh, Islam will always be the faith of the third world, and the third world is the uh, the, the ultimate underdog because they were the victims and exploited by uh, imper- uh, Western colonialism and all that, you know. So that's why the, you got to give them a pass. They're having their growing pains and and all this. You know, so it's not as bad if a Muslim rapes you. It's not as bad as if I rape you. See, because I'm just a nasty wasp. It, it, isn't that amazing? Yes. <laughs> the the I, I mean I I really am I'm I'm still I think it's gonna take just some of them getting raped. Well, <laughs> even so, because thinking that they would have liked yeah, it. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, even oh. so, because I've seen some of these stories in there about even the rape victims themselves were thinking, well, you know, just think of what our culture's done to theirs, or something like you know, just couldn't bring herself. To get pissed off at what this bastard did to her, you know, it's someone else's fault. I I, I gotta think that there's there's an underlying that they wanted to happen because it's the only <laughs> thing that makes sense. You talk to anybody who's been raped, but and you know, it's like they've always said, you know, uh, liberals are conservatives who haven't been robbed yet. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's it's kind of the same thing, you know, with the rape. Most people who are raped, if they're rational, you know, I think that those are those are those, those few stories that they publicize. But they say, well, yeah. you know, I forgive them, and you think, well, there's some other. Yeah, yeah. The most of them were like pissed people. off, mad, and how could they let this, you know, happen? And why are we letting these people in here? And that guy, yeah. you know, she had, she yeah. had, a, you know, her head screwed on straight, and uh, she fr- yeah. certainly understood what happened here. But every now and then, you get that, and I'm like, God damn, you know. And, but it, you know. <laughs> I want to see their internet history. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what sites did That's you what pick? I, want. <laughs> I know. Well, it's like there's this guy who's a who's a. I, I talked about a Gavin show. I don't know if you saw it. There's a guy who does like like super rapey like daddy rape court. <laughs> but if you look at all his fans, they're all girls. Oh yeah, I did it's see you talk about yeah. Who love his stuff. <laughs> yeah, and it's so I I still maintain that there's a piece of their psyche that's that's like wanting yeah. it or like. Something because a normal rape victim says that was the most horrible thing I've ever experienced, and right. you know, and I think most of them are still like that, even if they're. Well, I guess I guess I think it's, well they're into the fantasy of it, not the actual event, I suppose. You know, except for like the ones who said, "Well, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I live here. I, you could do it again." Yeah, <laughs> because uh, well, yeah, like like Gavin, he has that guy uh, Dante on there every now and then, and uh, he's always talking about it, says. Uh, uh, yeah, the roughest sex I have is with feminist women. <laughs> they, yeah, they, yeah, see, this all and they're, they're all submissive it and all, everything. 
Yeah, it, it, I think because again, it's the petulant child attempting to get somebody to discipline them. Finally, oh, <laughs> well, what if I act up this way? Well, what if I say this? Maybe someone will finally come along and spank me and pull my hair. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> I'm going to get you kicked off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she said it. Uh, no. are not allowed to do it. I didn't say it. Nelson didn't say it. I said it. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah. How I know. Islam. What are you going to do? <laughs> oh. Smack him a poor hair. Jeez. I said it, not Nelson. <laughs> it's 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 true. I mean, it's the only thing that makes sense. I'm like, I think you know, it, it, it's it's so fucking bizarre to live in this world. I grew up with this world, this girl power kind of kind of feminism, which I actually don't agree with either. Yeah. Because I think it gives women a, 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 an an untrue look at their own abilities and powers. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like yeah like you can probably do intellectually as a woman most of the things men can do if you have the capacity for right, it right. if yeah if. <laughs> but let's not pretend that you know you're going to be able to lift the same amount of yeah. stuff you know like it's you know it doesn't work so i i, I don't know well I, I, these I days the uh the, the, the trans women athletes can and can do it there's this uh a weightlifting kind of what was it in australia i guess and this this guy oh, yeah, who says, yeah. well, he's a woman now. So he entered the girls' uh, weightlifting, and he wins. Well, he won all. He's going to be the champion. I mean, she. I'm sorry. Yeah. So there you go. See? Yeah, <laughs> that's just that's just men showing that they're better at everything. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what is this? Look, uh, <laughs> your womanhood means nothing because I can assume it anytime I want. <laughs> I think it's awesome. I'm actually really supportive of the trans community for that yeah. reason because I'm I'm waiting for the the feminists to just lose their shit. Yeah, I'm like, that's that's bad, another thing. I'm like, women. well, but I guess because again, feminism is a thing of the left, so this is a leftist darling as far as transgender goes, as far as rights and what have you. So they can't quite complain about it yet. <laughs> yeah, and it's and, and the the transgender that one that Australian one, it wasn't like. Like I've worked with some trans women and they look like women yeah. and they have dicks. I mean, they, they really, you know, they load up on the hormones and yeah, whatever, yeah. but, but he, like, she still looks like, yes. a dude. Yeah. <laughs> like, like a dude, dude. Like I'm looking at this guy. What is it? Like I saw the picture at first. I was like, what is this? I know. It's, like, it's, women? And then I looked at it and I was like, Oh, they call her a shit. And I'm like, he's gotta be shit lording. It's gotta be just a shit lording thing where he's like, I'm, okay, I'm a girl now. Cause he had, he, he she had competed as a, he, in uh, male weightlifting and hadn't been able to place. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, so, and I'm like, maybe, maybe it's like an ultimate shitlord who just said, "Well, fine, I'll become a woman. <laughs> I'm going to get that title one way or another." <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It's hilarious, and I love watching the the feminists squirm on that. <laughs> yeah. I want it to be nothing but men. It's going to be like Turkey used to be, you know, like during the Ottoman Empire where. Men did all of the female acting yeah. and singing and the, all of the female sports. It's kind of, like, I think that's what's going to happen. Our culture is going to revert to that. We're going to be like nothing but, but, but <laughs> transsexuals in every female art. 100%. <laughs> Put your hijab on and go home yeah. and watch the lady boys on TV pretend to be women. It's going to be great. <laughs> well... Uh, and, and, I'm a and, fan. and once again, uh, the advantages are all to the men because women trying to become men, uh, it doesn't work out so great. I mean, uh, I mean, uh, Chaz Bono managed to look it, but we know 
Uh, down below. Yeah, that's not happening. <laughs> I, I was on set the other day with a gay male makeup artist. Okay. Who uh, was on like some sort of one of the, what's the the gay? There's it's not. I don't know if it's Grinder or Tinder. I always mix the two. I think up. it is Grinder. <laughs> I think thing. it is. Uh, yeah, I think it's Grinder. It's bad that I mix. <laughs> don't make that mistake. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I know. But uh, he he had, was you know doing the thing gay men do, just looking for a hookup. Yeah. And uh, along came a trans man who was a woman who became a man. And, you know, he's like, oh, you know, he looked hot because they take all this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they look like men. There's, there's actually one in my industry. It looks, I mean, she, she's oh, a dude. Oh, yeah, I've he, seen that because, like, on Gavin and Anthony Cumia's show, they'll always bring up the, the contest between there's a trans porn star named Bailey J. There's a man who became a woman. Uh-huh. It looks, you, you know, you, she, she passes a woman. And then there's uh, yeah. Buck Angel is the uh, name. Buck right, Angel. right, the porn That's star, uh, but it's a woman. But <laughs> until it, until he takes his pants off, you don't know, <laughs> you know. Yeah, it, it, no, so, it's 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 unbelievable. It, it's such yeah. A, in some ways, I can actually understand the the ones. <clears throat> I can actually understand the ones that are the uh, men to women because it, it's easy to look like look more convincing, but it's pretty hard to grow a dick. Yeah, that's know? the only problem. Yeah. Yeah, so this gay guy gets hit up by this trans man, and then he was like, oh, like, well, you know, maybe I'll try it. <laughs> like, I'll just try it out. So he's like, well, before you hook, they hooked up, he's like, well, send me a picture, like, of the nether regions. Like, I just want to see it. And this guy is so funny, because he, he saw the picture, and he's like, ah, uh, no. <laughs> uh, no. And I'm thinking, what are these, how did you do that? Like, you became a man to date other men, but you don't have the equipment that the gay men are looking yeah, for. Yeah, I don't. Why so is just, that? Yeah. You've really locked yourself <laughs> off because I would have thought, aren't you a lesbian? I mean, I. <laughs> you know. Right, right. Like, who's like who's going to be interested? Like, it's a very strange world, yeah. you know, because you think like, like at that point, the gay men don't want to date you, but you want to date gay men, but they're looking for a dick. <laughs> it's all very confusing. <laughs> yeah. I don't understand it. Like, I understand the trans women because there are guys who are into the trans women yeah, yeah, and they want to date them. So it kind of makes sense. Like they can, like they can, they have a dating pool. It's a very specific right. one, but as a trans man, you're just, you're screwed <laughs> and not in a good way. <laughs> yeah. I don't. Yeah. I, I, mean, I just would assume you'd be a lesbian, but, uh, but then again, the lesbians aren't, and that's another thing that's strange. Aren't lesbians attracted to women? So if, 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 if the woman looks like a man completely, Except you know, no penis. I I I don't know. Is that really a? <laughs> would she even be interested? I, I, I don't, don't know. This is, Sam, you think I would have answers? I know. I don't you know? <laughs> I don't. Like I, I thought should, you did it I all. Just don't. I have questions. <laughs> I mean, I totally. I, the trans women and some of them. I have to say, some of those women. I mean, they look just like yeah. women. I mean, you're. You'd be like, you'd be shocked if you went on a date. So that's the ca- ultimate catfish. Well, yeah. <laughs> you you think you're getting one thing and you're getting another, and, and and that's a whole different thing. But these, I'm like, what did you think? Like, if you become a dude, somebody's gonna be disappointed at the end yeah, of the night. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in some cases, maybe. Oh, God. I don't know. Maybe I'm inappropriate. <laughs> yeah. Maybe they just give up. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I think I said that you're like, you're stuck in a life of celibacy. <laughs> Which is probably like, you think you people, everything people do is to attract the opposite gender, you know, out, outwardly. Yeah. Like people do that to be sexy for others. Yeah, so. that's the whole point. Yeah. <laughs> I like, you didn't, 
think that through. I mean, I don't know who Chaz Bono would be attractive to, though. That's well, a, I, I think he, I she's got a girlfriend or something, but I don't, yeah. I mean, I, I it's just like the men who want to date a, a, a trans women. It, it's uh-huh. kind of like a fetish for them. So there's that attraction for yeah. it. It's just the idea that this dude became a woman, you know, and so that turns them yeah. on. So I'm guessing maybe there's a small population of women that the idea of this woman became a man turns them. I don't know, but you know, I don't. I, I think most of the time the guys who like dating the trans women they like the dick. That's yeah. why most of the the trans. That's why most of the trans women don't actually go through the full surgery. Yeah. You know, there's two kinds of the trans women. The ones who who don't cut the dick off. It's like it's like the guys who date them are into the dick, and that kind of makes sense. Like, I get why people do it. Yeah. It makes sense to me. It, it, I don't understand the other way. I don't know. I'll probably get him into hate mail. <laughs> well, it, and that's the thing. It's just the, the. It's just it's an odd thing to you, and I mean you can't explain. You can't discuss it or try to. You know, you're never going to fully understand it, but you know. No. But I mean, I don't see why that has to be. But everything's offensive now, so yeah, you're probably all in trouble for just bringing it up. <laughs> yeah. You, 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 even if I say, I don't get it. Someone explain it. They're like, I'm so offended that you don't understand this inherent. I'm so offended you don't understand inherent I know. thing that you would never <laughs> do you know? and that you have no experience with. I'm offended. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I, the only thing I had read about uh, some of the, the surgeries was like, uh, it's probably, I, I would recommend they don't go all the way through it. <laughs> Because uh, there was a, a couple of yeah. guys, a lot of them that they say the high suicide rate is usually those guys who do that, and one of them was describing no one prepared me for phantom dick. <laughs> I just, I mean, oh, it's yeah. terrible, but I can't help because you know you heard of phantom phantom limb, you lose an arm or something, you still feel it. Yeah. So he's like, you still feel the yeah. dick, but you can't do anything with it because <laughs> it's not God, there. That and awful. that's like, yeah, I don't know. Because they, I mean, I remember there was some surgeon describing. Well, there's still some sexual sensitivity to the flesh that's left, but it's not the same. I just, I don't know. I mean, that sounds absolutely. It sounds like terrible. hell, you know. Because if you can get rid of the urge entirely, then you'd be fine. But if you still have the urge and you've got nothing to work with, uh, boy. <laughs> So, oh, it's so sad. It makes me laugh. I know. It's, I mean, I, yeah, I, no, but yeah, there it is. <laughs> this is the part where I get the hate mail for laughing. It's actually, it's well, we're not trained surgeons, so we don't really understand. So I don't know. I don't understand this. And we hate mail. <laughs> yeah. But who can hate Mercedes? Come on. Uh, I, I've not gotten as much hate mail as I would think, and I'm kind of sad about that. <laughs> I would like more hate mail because I would have more fun posting yeah. it, but nobody sends it to me. I think, and I think people are afraid to send me hate mail because they know that I'll. Yeah, post it. that's probably probably got some crap for doing. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, did you go to this the Southwest Expo thing this year? Or? <clears throat> yeah. No, I didn't. I didn't because. Um, the guy named Hugh who runs it hates oh. me because last year he tried to make me delete some tweets. Oh, that's right. Yeah, we talked it. about the yeah. and, and they kicked me off, oh, and you know, God. so that was a thing. And I don't feel like I missed anything. No. The only thing I missed was not being able to see my friends in Texas. Yeah. But other than that, yeah. There's there's such pussies. They are. They're awful. <laughs> I, I mean, Hugh, Hugh blocked me. I mean, it's like that's like I'm like no, I'm not gonna delete my tweets. He blocked oh, me. Oh God. Because he's a pussy. Well, fuck him. I and honestly, I mean, it's a big SJW fest anyway. It might as well be called the SJW. Yeah, fest. that's what I, that's what I get from it. 
It's just, it's like, it's just, to, it, I mean, it's in Austin. Yeah. Austin is like the California of Texas. I mean, I don't even know why that city exists the way it is. I guess it's, it's <laughs> like, aren't you guys in the wrong place? I know. They, they, <laughs> Didn't you move? Well, they're, they're, they're going to have the outpost in the, in the middle of the enemy camp to overtake it. And one day Texas will be blue. And yeah, they, well, except they, they're not breeding. Yeah, so. I know. You keep, a, you're, you're boarding all that. your kids, so you don't have any. Any new young minds to pollute. I mean, they'll get them in the universities, but that doesn't, that's not going to be as good as breeding your own. No, so. no, it's not. It's, I mean, it's actually kind of funny. And, and Austin's, I mean, it's, it, you know, I, I know some great people. Yeah, there, it's a cool but town. I just don't, I don't understand why people, people do this. Like they move from California to Austin, yeah. you know, or they move from California to Vegas and then they pollute those local areas with, <laughs> with their, their crap. California bullshit. And so, before you know it, this whole region is now just like California, the yeah. place they left that they hate. Well, then you ask them, hey, so, how come you left California? Oh, it's so goddamn expensive. And then now, yeah. God, we need to raise taxes here. This is disgusting. There's not enough social services. <laughs> and yeah, then exactly, there you go. Exactly oh, my God. I will, uh, Vegas is a is a cesspool of yeah. that. Because a lot of, you know, and it should be like it's an open carry state. There's some cool stuff there. But all the Californians moving in out there, everyone I know out there said it's just it's becoming just like Los Angeles. Oh God. It's a nightmare. <laughs> Without the, the, the beach and the decent weather. Of course. Oh, <laughs> I know. And Vegas is like I mean, the whole industry almost moved there earlier this year and I'm glad it didn't, but <laughs> It's kind of nice when you're in Nevada, though. It's great because you're like I can open carry and I can. <laughs> there's a lot of things to like about Nevada. Like this is cool, and now a bunch of Californians moved in <laughs> and it's starting to look like LA. <laughs> it's, why do they? Well, I know why they're moving, but why can't they ever figure it out? <laughs> well, we well, we're I, I, back I, where we started. They don't know math, and. Uh, so that's why they're going to pursue their illogical uh, pathways, despite uh, it it runs up against the reality, and reality always wins. But of course, when it comes to the uh, the financial state, uh, they've always got the the magic printing machine in Washington D.C. that the Fed can always just make money out of thin air, and uh, that's their last best. <laughs> but I hate to tell them uh, that's going to collapse too at some point. Uh, and then we're, what could go wrong? <laughs> we're, I think we're about to hit a wave of inflation, uh, <laughs> the likes of yeah. which we haven't seen in a yeah, while. It's, it's like, yeah, because it's it's got to be yeah. paid off some kind of way. Yeah, we're too we're too close. So we're we're. I mean, I think when you look at the national debt, yeah. and there, unless somebody arrest, actually arrests all of the spending we do on social services, which is far outpaced defense. You oh know, yeah. You, Liberals say, oh, war. Oh, war is the problem. No, it's not. If you actually look at the budget, defense is a fraction of what the social services cost us these days. So unless somebody's actually going to stop that, which nobody will because no one will get elected if they actually do that, um, it's getting to the point where we're going to get into exponential growth. Like I think it was national debt doubled over the last eight years. So we can expect in the next four to six years to double again and so on and so forth until (laughs) it's worse than Zimbabwe. I know. Yeah, Zimbabwe. Okay. How'd that turn out? (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> uh, but thank thank goodness our voices are reason like you. Yeah, yeah, we're out there. It's too bad I didn't have any kids. Uh, I should have. <laughs> I, you, should have you probably couldn't afford. I know it. that's the yeah that's exactly the that's the, damn it. <laughs> that's the problem. I mean, I pay enough taxes to support several small. Yeah, families. you're paying for someone else's <laughs> kids. Nice. Yeah. 
it's awesome. It's great because I like I know somewhere out there there are some people, <laughs> probably refugees or immigrants, <laughs> that I, I I actually paid for, I cared for. They're my there family you now. Go. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have kids when I can support everybody else's, right? Well, yeah, that's true because that is the world we live in. Sad but true. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. We did an hour here, so I guess I'll bring it to a close. But uh, we'll do it again next month. Sounds we'll keep good. this a Thank regular feature. So I really me. enjoy this because I could talk to you all night long, but I can't tape all of that. So thanks for being on the show again, Mercedes. Thank you for having me, Mr. Nelson. All right. Good night. Okay. Good night. You're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com. Next time on My Brother's Keeper. Shop, changing the oil when I reach for a work rag. Some people say I'm intolerant and I'm quick to judge, but goddammit, there are some lines you don't cross. Well, it's we know he's simple-minded, and of course, like all men, he has needs, and you know he made a mistake, sure. Oh but, no, but no, gotta, Sally, uh, uh, no, damn it, no. God damn it, Sally, can't a man have his wife have his back for once? Just once? Oh, Lord, help me. Oh, Lord. So there I was, changing the oil, and I got some in my face, and I'm reaching around for a work rag, and I suddenly, my hand grabs a pile of them, and I reach for it, and suddenly, what do I got? A face full of rotten old cum. <laughs> well, uh, uh, Earl, uh, shut up, shut up. And answer me this. Did you jerk off into my work rags? <laughs> yes, I did. Sorry. What am I going to do with you? What am I going to do? How much can one family take? Find out on the next My Brother's Keeper on TLC. And now it's time for the world's greatest superheroes, the ASS, the American Super Society. Previously on the ASS, American Super Society, War on Terror, a second band of superheroes was recruited by the White House to rescue the first. And through the mystical powers of Miss Wizard, they were able to open a portal into the apparent tomb of Whizbang and Dr. Spectacular, only to find the two men wrapped in Dr. Spectacular's cape, engaged in what appeared to be anal intercourse. Now... After having recovered and dug out a tomb of ice and snow, Dr. Spectacular and Whizbang zip up their supersuits and join their new colleagues of Tomcat Tom, Scarlet Siren, Miss Wizard, 
and the Venusian Headhunter. Oh, look, you know, it was desperate measures and uh, it wasn't exactly what it looked like. You know, we thought we were going to die, it was freezing and yes, stuff. Yes, 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 Whizbang's exactly right. Uh, these were desperate measures and there's no need to discuss it any further and we might as well just keep it confidential. No need to bother anyone else like, say, my wife, Moonmaid, oh, right? Oh, look, those look like uh, footprints uh, over there. Uh, right. Hey, good call there, Scarlet Siren. Yes, those are footprints and what looks to be dragging marks. So, I suggest we follow these and see where they lead. We might find out what happened to Night Night and Moon Maid. Come on, gang. And so, the second phase of the American Super Society do indeed follow the trail. And it leads all the way to the secret cavern where they find... Man, this is a real dark hole. We're going to need some light here. Well, as it so happens, light is my specialty. I'll simply make a glow, and we'll see what's inside. And with Dr. Spectacular's glowing powers, they see the long-lost ancient ruins of a lost civilization, along with the remnants of old Nazi war paraphernalia. Holy crap, I guess that whole story about uh, the Nazis uh, using this long-lost Atlantean civilization to hide all their secret weapons and comeback stuff was true, but I guess, I don't know, they never got around to it. Yeah, huh, thank God for that, huh? But I don't see any Night Night or Moon Maid or Al-Qaeda. Yes, I'm afraid we've reached a dead end. That's so fast, guy. Look, this is one of Night Night's throwing stones. And with it, I can sense his real presence where he is and open a portal to it. They won't find out where he is and where Moon Maid is probably and what happened to Al-Qaeda. Sounds like a plan. Meanwhile, at that very moment, on the other side of the planet, somewhere in a secret cavern in Afghanistan, Osama bin Laden is making a video announcement to the world. Uh, greetings, this is uh, Osama bin Laden. It seems the American infidels have sent their perverted deviant agents to thwart my goals, but praise Allah, I have conquered them. Look at them in their degenerate attire. Yes, and for your viewing pleasure, you witness that this so-called moon maid will become my latest bride, while this so-called night night will be beheaded. Yes, yes, yes. And then after that, well, then I'm going to have to get really nasty. Oh no, is this true? Is it already too late for our heroes of the ASS, American Super Society? Find out in the next exciting episode of the ASS, American Super Society, War on Terror. The ASS, the American Super Society, is a Nelson production. All characters are written and performed by me, Douglas Nelson. Music is provided by Kevin McLeod and other public domain sources. All right, that wraps up this episode of the Mr. Nelson Show. Um, before I go, as I'm taping this, uh, the news came in that the uh, Trump uh, care bill uh, failed. Uh, it was a steaming pile of crap, so it no wonder it failed. Uh, it was just Obamacare light, which is odd because a lot of Democrats are cheering on 
this uh, political defeat for the Republicans. But uh, if they wanted to save Obamacare, <laughs> you probably should have signed on to this bill. <laughs> but uh, but uh, the idea that Trump people are going to blame Ryan for the uh, interfight between the Republicans here. And uh, Ryan should have known better than to pursue this. Uh, he didn't even bother to put in uh, some of the free market ideas that might have helped pass the bill, which is you know the uh, uh, removing the ban on uh, the cross state uh, competition with uh, with for the insurance companies. Something along those lines. Anything didn't do any of it, and uh, basically was taking away the mandates that was kind of the fake way that Obamacare claimed its finances, which didn't come to fruition, which I've explained in previous shows, but the, the money's just not there, the math's not there. But without that, it was kind of odd to maintain the other mandates that was within it, to so which you know resulted in maintaining Obamacare, really. So it wasn't much of a repeal to begin with. So why he pursued it like that, I don't know, uh, other than that, well, 2018 is looming, and people would have panicked over uh, Medi- uh, Medicaid losses and that sort of thing. Uh, uh, so... But you, you, you just kind of have to tell the truth there, and yeah, the money is not there. So uh, Medicaid's coming, gonna come crashing down at some point, and I don't know how many uh, deck chairs they can keep shuffling to uh, prop that uh, house of cards up. Uh, and so well, for the left, of course, we need single pair. We need single pair. Well, if the money, if the math isn't there for something like Obamacare. How is it? What kind of magical spell do you have to make it there for single payer? The answer is, it doesn't work. No, the math isn't there. So, they're lying. That's what they do best, though. So, now they're going to move on to tax reform, apparently, while maintaining this enormous tax burden. (laughs) Yeah, that's not going to work either. Oh, that doesn't mean they won't pass anything. They might, but... uh, It'll just be another lie, uh, which is what this would have been had it passed. So uh, I guess it's a good thing that it didn't. But on the other hand, uh, they're talking like they're going to abandon it. And then Trump uh, says, uh, you know, he's going to work with Democrats to try to fix health care. And that brings us back to his original ideas on health care, which was, yes, you guessed it, single payer. Imagine that, huh? Yes, I'm really impressed with the the Canadian system. It's it's fantastic. There you go. Surprise, surprise, huh? Yeah. Well, uh, thanks for defeating Cruz in the primaries, uh, guys. Thanks, thanks for doing that. That was great. Yeah, that's nice. Uh, another update here is uh, like I started off the show talking to Mercedes about uh, the Rockville uh, rape incident, that horrific rape there, and uh, both suspects have now been confirmed as having been illegal immigrants. So. There you go, and uh, it seems Maryland is, uh, except for its governor, and the governor's got the, his head screwed on straight, but uh, the superintendent, uh, the, the school system there, they're all rallying behind the idea of the open borders and sanctuary cities and all that. That's the real problem, not the horrific rape of a 14-year-old girl. No. So, uh, nobody learned anything, I don't think, and uh, the battle rolls on, and uh, sanctuary city for uh, illegals, but not sanctuary for young girls, apparently. No. There you go. That wraps that up. Uh, uh, once again, I want to thank Mercedes Carrera for being my guest. It's always a joy to have her here. She's a doll. And uh, we'll have her on again next month. All right. Good night, everybody. I want to stick to your bottom like glue. 
I wanna stick to your bottom like glue Your ass is a whole face full I just wanna stick to your bottom like glue Crying all day Whining everywhere Another chubby Greening her hair Maybe purple Pink or blue I'd rather just stay here and go down on you I wanna stick to your bottom like glue I wanna stick to your bottom like glue Well your ass is a whole face full I just wanna stick to your bottom like glue I just wanna The views and opinions expressed during the Mr. Nelson Show do not necessarily reflect those held by RadioMisfits.com. So, any complaints and or comments should be sent to at Mr. Nelson on Twitter, where they will be promptly ignored and or blocked. Bitching all day, demands everywhere. Same old chubby, greening her hair. Maybe purple, pink or blue. I'd rather just stay here and go down on you I wanna stick to your bottom like glue I wanna stick to your bottom like glue Your ass is a whole face full And I just wanna stick to your bottom like glue I wanna stick to your bottom like glue I wanna stick to your bottom like glue Your ass is a whole face full I just wanna stick to your bottom like glue I just wanna I just wanna I just wanna If Marvel keeps using names like Thor, Odin, Himdall, Norse, Asgard, Norn, Hela, Loki, Jormungandr, in its comics, then it's a case of Norse cultural appropriation.